Ephesians chapter 4. If you want to turn there tonight. Ephesians chapter 4. Just the first three verses. Just kind of give you guys a little taste or an update, I guess. I'd say of kind of what the the Baptist convention was about this 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 week. I uh, went up to Jackson Tuesday. This was the uh, the yearly meeting for the uh, Mississippi Baptist Convention, and uh, I wasn't really looking forward to it. I'll just be honest with you. That's not really my thing. I don't I don't care so much about meetings and all the politics and things like that, and and voting and stuff. I mean, it's kind of boring, and I typically don't don't like to go to those things, and wasn't looking forward to it, but. Praise the Lord, it was, a, it was a wonderful day. There wasn't a whole lot of business this year. So it pretty much, I just got to sit and hear really good preachers and really good singing all day, and it was a real blessing. And just get to hear reports from all the different uh, people who were over different things for the state of Mississippi, whether it be uh, the person that heads up VBS or, or the person that's over the Baptist Children's Village, and just kind of share how those different ministries that the Mississippi Baptists support, uh, how they're doing and uh, just the outreach and, and kind of in between some of those reports and getting to hear some good testimonies. Uh, there were some excellent uh, preachers that were there, uh, kind of the, the main preacher that preached uh, several times throughout the day yesterday and then again this morning uh, was Robert Jeffress. Some of you have probably seen him before. He's pretty well known. He, uh, he's been on TV a lot. He, he, he does a lot uh, in Washington. Uh, he meets with Donald Trump from time to time. Uh, he, he's 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 pretty well known guy, but really solid, really solid Christian guy. Uh, presented some wonderful sermons from the Word. I heard a wonderful sermon this morning from uh, Dr. Jeff Orge, who's the president of Golden Gate Seminary, uh, where I went to school at. Uh, and and I could I wish I could tell I wish I could just preach you guys all those sermons that I heard because they were so wonderful. I wish I could sing some of the beautiful songs that I heard. Uh, the Mississippi Singing Churchmen. I don't know if any of you have ever heard them sing. Uh, but they are on my radar, and I looked last night, and I'm going to keep a look on the calendar. And next time they come anywhere remotely close to here, I will let you know. Because I'm telling you what, it will bless you to hear that. It is beautiful. I don't know how many men were in the choir, maybe a hundred. It was, it was a lot of them up there. They had all kind of horns and guitars and drums. And, I mean, it was just one of the most beautiful things you've ever heard. So it was a, it was a really good day, praising the Lord. And it was good for me. It was uplifting. It was encouraging. There were a lot of pastors there giving a lot of encouragement because most of the people there, I would say, probably were pastors, uh, at least a large portion of them. And the theme for, for the state of Mississippi for this year was God's call on your life. And that's what they talked about, uh, what God calls us to do uh, in general, just as every Christian, what God's call is on our life to serve Him. Uh, but then also uh, for those who may be called into a certain ministry to pastor a church. And so that was kind of the focus, and that's what, the, uh, that's what a lot of the, the topic was uh, for the sermons that we talked about yesterday. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight, kind of following in that, in that same vein of God's call on our life. It was encouraging and refreshing to me, and I thought maybe it would be encouraging and refreshing to you and a good reminder. Uh, and that's one thing that was, that was good for me. Uh, to be reminded what that call 
uh, in my life was. Sometimes we need to be brought back to that if God has called us to a specific thing. But even in general, uh, God has called us to service in Him in some way, even if we're not all pastors or missionaries or some of those big things, if we can call them that, uh, that God may call people to do. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. This is Paul speaking here. He says, Therefore, I, the prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, accepting one another in love, diligently keeping the unity of the Spirit with the peace that binds us. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight, and I pray that you would help us to all work worthy of the calling that we have, dear Lord God. When we accept you, you call us to serve you. You call us to be obedient to you, dear Lord, and to follow you throughout our lives. And God, I pray that as Christians, as brothers and sisters in Christ, that we would be found worthy of that calling on our lives. God, I pray that as we look at this text tonight and just talk about some of these things, that maybe there are some in here that just needed that, that, that encouraging nudge and reminder like I needed. Dear Lord, sometimes maybe we didn't even realize we needed it. But maybe there are some that just need to be encouraged, dear Lord. They love you and they want to serve you. But maybe through hard times or difficult things, dear Lord, sometimes we just kind of want to, we want to give up. God, maybe sometimes we allow sin to come into our life and we, uh, we just get off track, dear Lord, and we're not, we're not serving you and, and living to the call that you put on our life. And I pray, God, that through these words tonight, as we've read them and as we, as we think about them this week, God, that you would just speak to our heart and help us to work worthy of that calling, live, excuse me, Lord, worthy of that calling for you. And I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Amen. Paul says to walk worthy of the calling you have received. Now, I believe that as Christians, we've all been called to serve the Lord. We've all been called to be obedient to God's command, to grow in Him, to be faithful servants of Jesus. And that involves uh, taking care of other people, meeting the needs of others, loving one another, being there for one another, uh, encouraging one another, correcting one another. I think that there are a lot of things that as Christians we are all called to do. And we are all called to walk worthy of what we have received, that salvation that we have received, that calling that God has put on our life to be obedient to and to serve Him. And how do we do that or how should we go about doing that? Well, as we walk worthy of the call that has been placed on our life, we should do it with all humility and gentleness, with patience, accepting one another in love, diligently keeping the unity of the Spirit with the peace that binds us. Now that's pretty, that's pretty beautiful language there of, of what our relationships and our attitudes should be toward one another, brothers and sisters in Christ, but not just other brothers and sisters in Christ, but all those that we encounter, that we should be those that the world sees as gentle and patient and full of love and diligent uh, with one another. And that's, that's part of our calling. Now, God may call some to be pastors. He may call some to be missionaries. He may call some uh, to be teachers. Uh, there may be uh, another calling, if we can call it that, uh, above uh, the, the general call that we all have as Christians. Uh, but I don't think we ever want to make the mistake, and I think it may be easy for us to do, to say, well, uh, if God didn't, didn't, didn't call me to 
the ministry, let's say, to serve as a pastor or a missionary or a teacher or whatever it may be. If God didn't call me to one of those things, then, then, then what I am doing is not as important. Well, that's not true at all. And hopefully nobody would ever think that. Sometimes people uh, feel like, well, if I'm a Christian, I should want to do more. I should want to be a pastor or want to be a missionary or I should be in this place or that place or I should do this or I should do that. And I don't think that that is the case either. There's a, a wonderful book. I kind of skimmed through it again today. I hadn't read it in a few years. Uh, it's called, Is God Calling Me? It was written by uh, Jeff Orr's, the one that spoke yesterday and after, or excuse me, this morning. After hearing him speak, I kind of flipped back through that book because it's a good book. And it really talks about the call of God in your life, uh, more so uh, geared toward pastors. Uh, but he talks about that as we as Christians are all called, God can use us wherever we are. And we need to realize that. Sometimes people may kind of go to the extreme and go overboard and say, well, I'm a Christian now. I want to go and work in a Christian atmosphere. I want to work at a Christian school or I want to work in a Christian environment or I want to try to get on staff at a church. And that may indeed be what God calls some people to do. But God also calls some people to stay right where they are. Now, sometimes we may not look at that as a call from the Lord, but if we are all serving as Christians under the general call that God has on our life, and we're going to walk worthy of that to serve the Lord, sometimes God saves people and He leaves them right where they are because that's right where they need to be to reach the right people that they need to reach. And that could be in many different areas. It could be the lawyer you meet. Now, a lot of times lawyers aren't look, looked upon as the most honest people in the world. But I believe that there are a need for good Christian lawyers out there that are going to help people in the right way and not cheat the system and be there for people. And if all the Christians said, well, we're not going to be lawyers, boy, our world would really be in a bad shape. We need some good ones in there too. So sometimes, even though you may be in a career path and you may get saved while you're in that career path, it may not be that God wants you to leave that. It may be that God wants you to stay right where you are and be a light to the world. Because that's what God does. Is he, he wants lights everywhere. He doesn't call everyone who gets saved to be a pastor and be in a church and preach. But God wants people in law firms. He wants people in doctor's offices. How many of you have ever been to the doctor and you found out that your pastor, or your pastor, that your doctor was a Christian? That makes me feel good when I know that, that the doctor that's working on me says, I'm going to pray for you. That means more to me than, than, than if he says, I've completed a thousand of these surgeries and I'm the best that there is. I would rather him pray for me than know that he's got a, a, a big fancy resume. Not that I'm against big fancy resumes, but, but it's, it's good to me to know that there are people that God has blessed with the ability to perform medicine and do surgeries and all of those wonderful things that doctors do and that there are those who are his servants that have the opportunity to share the love of Christ with people oftentimes in their deepest, darkest times when they're about to go in for surgery, when they find out they got cancer. And that doctor who loves the Lord can plant that seed, can say that prayer for them. And so God can use those people that He's gifted in every diff different way that you can uh, possibly imagine. Just yesterday, uh, when I was in Jackson before I left to come home last night, I said, oh, I'm going to run over to the Apple Store. I love to go around and walk around the Apple Store. And one of the guys that I met there that, that met with me, his name was Miles. We got to talking, and he was a Christian. 
And he started preaching to me. He started sharing scripture with me. He was sharing with me about his church, how his church were two small churches and they were both struggling and they decided they could serve the Lord better if they put their efforts together. And he was just sharing with me some of his struggles and how he felt like he wasn't adequate enough to serve God. And he started talking about, you know, uh, God's grace is sufficient for power is perfected in weakness. He starts talking about Paul's thorn in the flesh. And right there in the middle of the Apple store, me and this guy I've never met in my life, he's sitting here and he's, he's encouraged me. He's telling me things that I need to hear. And I told him, I said, thank you, brother, for that. And he's just doing his job. He's just working in the apple store. See, God has people everywhere. That's how God is fulfilling his purpose and his plan to lead people to Christ. He's got people in every job, in every avenue. And so it may be that wherever God has placed you, he wants to use you in that, in that place. It may be that God is going to call you to do something else, to pastor a church or whatever it may be. Or it may be that God has put you right in the business that you're in, right around the group of people that you're with, to do His work and to do His will in that way. And to use the platform He's already given you and the skills He's already given you to accomplish His will and His goal. Carson Wentz, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Y'all are going to get tired of hearing them. Either y'all are going to get tired of hearing them or y'all are going to convert to Eagles fans if you're not already. But, but, but he's an outspoken Christian guy. And so after they won the Super Bowl last year, something was on his heart that he wanted to do. And that is he wanted to help meet the needs of the people in Philadelphia. Meet the needs and, and, and by giving out food to those who couldn't afford to buy food. He wanted to see that they were fed. Now, he's a strong Christian guy. He loves the Lord. And his gift is playing football. Now, he could have said, well, golly, I love the Lord. I don't want to be a football player. I want to be a pastor. But that's not what God called him to. Instead, he gifted him with the ability to play football. And so he's, he's, he's used his ability, but not for his glory. He's used it as a platform to point people to Jesus Christ. I watched a little short video uh, this afternoon where he was talking about this new ministry that got started. And the ministry that he started by wanting to feed the people, they decided to make a food truck since that's all the rage. And the name of the food truck, Thy Kingdom Crumb, is the name of the food truck. And it sets up in Philadelphia and it gives out free food to anybody that wants to come get free food. They cook food for them, 100% free, nobody has to pay a dime. And so they're working on building that. He said possibly getting more trucks and going to different areas. And all of that because he wants to show people the love of Christ. And that's, he says that repeatedly. He always give God, gives God the glory. That's just another good example. Like the lawyers or the doctors are the football players that are, that are taking whatever their gift are. Even the guy that's working at the Apple store that didn't know me from Adam, he spoke encouragement into my life through God's Word because they were being obedient to the call. They were being worthy of the call that God had placed on them. And sometimes I think we may get discouraged and say, well, well, golly, I wish I could do one of those bigger jobs. I wish I could be one of those bigger people with a big title. But God doesn't call everybody to be a pastor or a missionary or a teacher or whatever in your mind you've determined uh, to be a, a, a better position. The best that we can do is to serve God to the best of our ability wherever He has placed us. Wherever He's placed us. And it may be that God will at some point call us to another place, to another job. He may call us to be a teacher. He may equip us through situations that we go through for something better going on in the future. But the best thing to do is when God calls you or God places you somewhere, then stay right there until God moves you 
somewhere else. You do the best job that you can do. You walk worthy of the Lord. You have gentleness and patience. And you try to be united with other brothers and sisters in Christ. And you do all of that out of love. And you work, walk worthy of the calling that God has placed on your life. And you can impact lives just like those people that I've mentioned. Just like millions of other people that nobody knows their name. Nobody knows what they do. But they're doing their job every day. And they see somebody in need. And they're able to say, God loves you. They're able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. They're able to share the love of the Lord. And we want to be those who are found faithful. That Paul is talking about. That we walk worthy of the calling that God has placed on our life. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight and I thank you for these words. And I pray that you help us to be obedient to you, dear Lord. And, and help us not to not to ever be tempted with success and recognition, God. It's, it's very tempting. We, we want to we do big stuff that people see because so we can feel like we're doing a good job sometimes, maybe, or people can, uh, can recognize, or, or, or we just feel better about ourselves, dear Lord. Whatever it may be, that temptation uh, for, for serving in a big way may look good to us. But dear Lord God, we're just going to serve you any way we can. Help us to do that, dear Lord. Doesn't matter if we get recognition. Doesn't matter if we become big fancy preachers of mega churches or preachers of the smallest churches in the world. Whether we have the gift to teach or whether we have the gift to make pies or whether we have the gift to give somebody a hug when they need it or whether we have the gift to, to, to be a, 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 a prayer warrior for somebody, dear Lord. God, whether we work in the, in, the, in the sawmill, whether we work at the barbershop, whether we work on the football field, dear Lord, wherever it may be that you place us, that you put us, God, help us to live for you to the best of our ability. Help us to be a light for you, dear Lord, as we go out into the world. God, there's darkness everywhere, but you've sent your lights out everywhere, dear Lord God. You've sent them into, into different buildings and different businesses around different people, God. And you have placed the right man and the right woman in the right place for the right time to reach the people that are around them. And so, God, help us not to look around at who we, who we uh, make and reach that's, that's far off. But, God, help us to look a little closer to home. Maybe there are people right around us and you've placed us there to reach them. And we've, we've missed the forest for the trees, dear Lord. So help us to be faithful to your call. Help us to be faithful servants to you in whatever you call us to, whether it's serving at the local church, whether it's serving our neighbor, or whatever it may be, God, help us to be faithful to you. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.